Welcome to Talking NASCAR with Big Tane Tiny, America's favorite NASCAR podcast by NASCAR fans for NASCAR fans. Take it away, boys. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome back to another episode of Talking NASCAR with Big Tay and Tiny Tay. I, of course, uh, am your host, uh, Big Tay, and joining me from the other side of the studio is Tiny. Why don't you say hey there, Tiny? Hello, everybody. All right, well, it's... uh, Great to be back in the studio again, and uh, I've got a lot to uh, recap here, uh, more specifically with the end of the season festivities. We had a couple uh, couple exciting races there, uh, winding up the, the round of eight and heading into the championship round at Phoenix, and... Uh, Man, uh, Tiny, uh, I mean, just uh, real quick uh, before we get into details, uh, what, what's your th- quick uh, quick impressions here of the, the end of the season? Um, yeah, as we wind up this uh, 2022 season, I think it was a good one. Um, especially these last couple of races definitely uh, piqued some interest and, uh, uh, you know, it made me more engaged. So, um I'm sure we'll go over it when we recap it, but uh, yeah, I'm thoroughly impressed with it. That's right. We'll uh, we'll get into it a bit. So, uh, but before we do, why don't we uh, give a little recap on how our faithful pit crew fans out there can uh, get a hold of us? Yeah, all you loyal pit crew members can reach us on Facebook, talking NASCAR with Burn and Big Tay and Tiny. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter at NASCAR Talking. Um, you can even reach us on Instagram, and that handle is Talkin NASCAR. All right, Tiny. Well, what do you say we drop the green flag on this final episode covering the 2022 NASCAR season? Let's do it. Burn, drop the green flag. All right. Now, as we uh, get into covering the last couple races here. Uh, we had the Dixie Vodka 400 at Homestead Speedway. Uh, this was the middle race of the round of eight, right before the championship four. So things were lots of uh, lots of things building up here, and uh, saw some drivers trying to make their their moves here to to get into the championship four after Joy Logano locked his way in. Uh, but, uh, why don't we, uh, get into the, uh, results there from, from Homestead there, Tiny? Yeah, um, yeah, why don't we just do that? So, uh, finishing in first place was, uh, number five Chevy, Kyle Larson. Uh, second place was followed by Ross Chastain. Third place, uh, A.J. Allmendinger. Fourth place, Austin Dillon. And fifth place was Brad Keselowski. Um... Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm glad that they they brought this track back for uh, back playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, yep. it's good to see, especially a couple of years ago when they had the, you know, this race particularly in the, you know for the championship race. But uh, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of this racetrack. I, I really do love um, seeing them race late in in you know in South Beach, right? Yeah, it def- definitely had still had that. Uh... Even though it wasn't for the championship, it still had that uh, that championship vibe about it uh, coming back there to to the to Homestead. So uh, I, I echo those sentiments. It was really great to really great to see this track back on the playoff portion uh, of the schedule. 
But uh, really interesting that, uh, again, uh, in the playoffs, we had a non-playoff or non, non-contending uh, playoff driver ending up win the race in uh, in Kyle Larson. And he did so in, in pretty pretty convincing fashion, wouldn't you say? Yeah, he pretty much dominated the whole race. Uh, he ended up leading about 199 of the, the 267 laps. So... Um, very strong race car, and I, I, I think he loves racing here. Um, yeah, yeah, this definitely suited his his style of racing, and uh, it was it was definitely a, a statement win, uh, if you will. Given you know, given his situation, he wasn't you know he was knocked out of the playoffs in the prior round, but still uh, to win in such a dominating fashion that uh, certainly certainly said something about uh, not only him but uh, that number five team as well. That's a Kyle Larson that I was really kind of expecting the whole year. Um, yeah, we didn't see it yeah. too much, but, um, you know, he still has it in him. And uh, um, with a couple of races left in the season, you know, that's it's momentum to bring, especially into the next season. Yeah, I can't help but wonder what, what might have been if uh, he didn't have those couple hard breaks and, and bad, you know, runs earlier in the season, uh, you know, this uh, if if he was in it and you know, got into the championship four on this in, uh, in this fashion, that would have been that should have been, that would have been something else for sure. But uh, uh, nonetheless, the win still uh, put uh, the Hendrick team uh, in contention for the owners championship. So uh, it wasn't like uh, you know this this race was for naught. So, right. But, uh, yeah. Besides besides uh, the dominating fashion from Larson, uh, there was some. Uh, a little bit of interesting moments there, uh, especially towards the end of the race, uh, wouldn't you say? Yeah, other than Larson dominating, uh, I would say Truex was, um, I would say he was another car to compete for the win. And uh, he actually took the lead with about 46 left. Um, however, a caution came with about, I don't know, 21, 22 laps left. And uh, when the cars went to pit, uh, Martin Truex was actually spun by... Uh, Kyle Larson. Now, yeah, some was... people might say it's on purpose, but uh, you know the broadcast. I think they covered it well. I think they they explained that um, you know it's hard to see, especially when the sun going down, and it kind of looked like Martin Truex kind of overshot his pit box and sort of pulled out late, causing Kyle Larson to you know eventually spin him. But you know that was the end of his day. But you know. Uh, it's it's a tough break for that yeah, uh, no, Toyota you, team. You gotta, yeah, you got to feel for Truex uh, as the, the bad luck bug kind of bites him again here. And, uh, you know, still looking for his uh, first race, first win of the season. And uh, looked to be in good good shape for it there. But uh, as you mentioned, uh, with the uh, situation with the sun uh, at, at, the t- uh, at that t- particular time of day and uh, with the onboard camera, it, it definitely looked like a, a tough uh Tough situation, yeah, at least so uh, visibility-wise. Normally, form, so. what the broadcast covered is normally drivers will pull to the left about three or four stalls before their own. But since he couldn't really see, you know, he it looked like he was even going to overshoot his pits. Like, he started making a left, like, maybe one stall away from his. and uh, Yeah, and by then it was too late. Was I mean, too especially with Larson, Larson, Larson right, you know, right on his bumper. Uh, coming down pit road, right? So, yeah, kind of funny. 
kind of funny how it ended up, how he ended up in the pit stall. Um, <laughs> his front cool. end, front end facing kudos, backwards. Well, kudos so. to his uh, his team for uh, you know the uh, going on with the stop. Right? They, wow. Uh, uh, Continued on doing their duty, uh, even well, initially, regardless of the situation. <laughs> initially, it looked like they're like, well, <laughs> you know, they, they kind of <laughs> thought, you know, they did on purpose or he, what the heck happened here. But, yeah, he landed perfectly in the pit stall and got his tires changed, but off he went. But still caused him uh, uh, quite a bit of position change, but um, still finished pretty good at the end of the race. Yeah, decent, decent Top uh, ten. day he finished for him sixth. overall. Uh, but, uh, you know, other, other than that, I, I mean, there wasn't really too much, uh, to speak of at, at Homestead. I mean, right. I mean, as, uh, as we mentioned, it was, it was, yeah, was, the day was dominated by, by Larson. So, right. uh, just kind of ran away with it and that, uh, that really set up the, the, set the stage for the, the final race in the round of eight and the knockout round. And, um, well, uh, why don't we just get yeah, right into that's, it? There's, yeah, let's get right into it. There's going to be a, there's a lot to unpack there that, would, uh, as, as we'll see. So, uh, but with the, uh, the Xfinity 500, uh, at Martinsville, why don't we, uh, well, Tiny, why don't you break us down here with the, uh, the results first and, uh, and we'll get right into it there. All right. So, Going over these results doesn't really explain the whole race, but I will just give you the top five. So first yep. place was Start us out there. Christopher Bell, second place Kyle Larson, third place Ryan Blaney, fourth place Ross Chastain, and fifth place was Denny Hamlin. Now, going into this race, it pretty much was a must-win for Chase Briscoe, Ryan Blaney, Christopher Bell. Ross Chastain and uh, William Byron and Denny Hamlin. So all those guys were vying for, you know, their spot in the final four. Yeah, but, two spots and and what two uh, six six drivers, really to, but, to, to to fight for it. Right, and Christopher Bell ended up becoming the winner. That makes it another you know right before the cut line he he sneaks in, sort of say. And uh, yeah, he, at the right time, came up, came up huge. Yeah, and he did that. Uh, he did that in the previous round too, uh, with his with his uh, last win. Uh, so hey, it's, uh, uh, but hey, let's that, just that, get into <laughs> what a wild finish this the, was. The big the big headlines of the race, right? Yeah. So um, if you guys missed it, all the racing all the racing world was talking about it. Ross Chastain. Not only the racing world, but uh, I mean, it was it was on ESPN's uh, top top plays of the day too. So uh, it was widely widely talked about. So uh, and it yeah, will be for a while. Um, I no don't know. Doubt. I don't know what you would dub this actual move, but I think they're calling it the Hail Melon. Is the what Hail I heard. Melon. I I'm, I'm, I I don't know about that name. I mean, hey, it works for his. His marketing and branding team, but uh, but nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, with with uh, one lap left, uh, <laughs> what what was Ross Chastain in in that at that time about tenth that place? That last lap, he was what like uh, ninth, tenth, tenth or so? place. Yeah, round round tenth place. Uh, Denny Hamlin, the the, the last uh, the couple laps prior to that, had passed Chastain, was well on his way to advancing. He was he was more than two spots. Don't get me wrong, the whole race was, was a battle between those two. 
gaining spots and, and, and battling yeah, it each was, other. It was the, the, and even Chase was, Briscoe as well. You know, he was running yeah. up there uh, pretty high up in the standings. It was, it was drama-filled all day, without without a doubt, uh, you know, for, for, for the, the spot in the championship, right? But, uh, yeah, th- so, you know, getting back to that last lap, Ross Chastain takes a lot takes the white flag 10th place and 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 even Spotter on the radio goes. There, his, his, his his crew is telling him we need two we need two as in two spots uh <laughs> and and he so just he just goes it. full throttle into three and four kicks it into fifth gear rides that wall all the way around to the finish line ends up passing five cars and uh, passes, and passes Denny too, Hamlin, right nonetheless. And, uh, <laughs> you know, the broadcast wild. was wild. And, and everyone was talking about it for days. And um, it's going to be something that it's, NASCAR reviews. But nonetheless, it was so exciting to see. It was, All, yeah, it was everyone loved it. It was so I mean, incredible. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I remember what, I mean, watching it live, I, 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 I could not believe what had just happened. And and the the speed discrepancy between him and the other cars was 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 just unbelievable. I mean, as we mentioned, everyone commenting on it, it looked like it was sped up, but no, it was it was real time. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna mention that it, it it looked like it was sped up, but he he put it in fifth gear and he went for it. And uh, kudos to him. I mean, I mean, I mean, you, you got to do what you got to do, do to try to make the playoffs, right? Right. And, uh, now, the initial reaction—if you—if you saw the replay from other drivers, uh, and you could hear that the the communication between them and their teams, they everyone was so surprised by it, and uh, um, <laughs> yeah, you, the, you in, the hear car radio from some of these other drivers was was pretty wild, <laughs> pretty funny too. <laughs> um, yeah, a, a guy like. Denny Hamlin, he was like, "Wow, <laughs> you know, you're in his position. Your your competitors, what, like five spots back, and you you don't expect something like that to happen." So, um, he did. He said it. He did all he could do. Um, <laughs> it's just bad luck for him. Sucks, now, yeah, it sucks for Denny Hamlin, but uh, for Ross Chastain and Ross Chastain, Ross Chastain fans out there, uh, I mean, wow. Uh, <laughs> And if you look at him and kind of look at the, it's been a wild season for him. I mean, he goes from early on the season, uh, pretty much being being vilified for his racing and aggressiveness, to uh, essentially becoming a a, a legend uh, with with his wild move. So it's it's uh, pretty interesting the uh, the transformation, if you will, that uh, uh, Ross Chastain has gone through over the course of a season. Yeah, and he's kind of brought on this role where um, he's kind of becoming a villain in my eyes because some some drivers <laughs> don't really respect how he races. Uh, True, uh, he moves yeah. people out of the way, and you know it is what it is. But nonetheless, he's, he's sort of sort of the anti heel though, wouldn't you say? I mean, he's not uh, he 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 that true. He does that, but uh, I I don't think uh, he he's he's. He's gained in popularity from from that one move alone, so it's not like uh, you know everyone's everyone's out for his neck, but it's it's still uh, yeah you're right he's still sort of a a uh, kind of a villain and so to speak at least in, between in the, the drivers he is yeah yeah 
sure. But nonetheless, after the race, you know, some of the drivers, we were uh, kind of interviewed after the fact, and a lot of them disagreed with, you know, his move, which I could see. Um, a lot of them, like Joey Logano, uh, uh, Kyle Larson, kind of believe that I was, it's I was not real. At Larson's reaction, right? They say it's not because I mean, real racing. However, he he tried that move at Darlington, yeah, which yeah, it's you know it didn't work out the same way. But <laughs> you know, if you're gonna try, yeah, again, kind of seem like I, a hypocrite. Yes, yeah, no, it's just really surprising that he would you you would. That he would have that reaction, uh, given the fact that he tried, tried the tried doing the same thing uh, at yeah, as I mentioned at, at Darlington in the past, and and you know he's not the only one. We remember uh, back in the day, Carl Edwards at Kansas tried doing the same thing too, but uh, obviously not not having the same results. But uh, I, I think his move was justified, though. You know, it's he's trying to get into the to the championship yeah, four. Absolutely, it's it's you know you're. All the drivers, that's that's the goal, right, for, for all the drivers in that cup garage. They want to make the playoffs. Or they want to make the championship and have a chance to win that, that cup. And he saw it, and this, that, that was his chance, and, and he took it. and, and He had he nothing else to lose, so. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and it, it's it, it, it just worked here. Um, now... Would 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 this type of maneuver, would the hail melon, so to speak, be able to be done at other tracks? Uh, probably not. As as we saw, we saw it being tried at Darlington and Kansas. But uh, uh, for the short track, I think uh, don't be surprised to see this uh, this type of maneuver, uh, you know, at least being talked about or, or tried even uh, in the future. Uh, not only not only at the cup level, but I'm talking hey maybe the uh, you know some of the lower lower tier levels too as well. So uh, it brings upon a debate, yes. especially with the rules, and I think NASCAR is going to take a look at that, this, especially with yeah, so the, many yeah, they're, people they're, having complaints about it. That's yeah, that's true. But I uh, at least my gut reaction right now is like, what can NASCAR do? <laughs> There's it's not like they can uh, uh, you know kick. Uh, you know, uh, disqualify a driver for for you know running into the wall, so it's yeah it's it's going to be interesting how how this plays out. But I think for for the moment, there's nothing that NASCAR can do, and and all we can really do as fans is just kind of enjoy this moment because this this is this is like as as we're talking about right now, it's and it's being talked about uh, in other circles. So it's it's. Uh, it's really a you know kind of a, a viral moment for NASCAR, and I think it's it's uh, it, all all in a positive light as well. Yeah, I, overall, we kind of we kind of touched upon like Bristol and all those iconic moments. Uh, this is going to be one for Martinsville, definitely. Um, when I think about Martinsville, I think about I'm going to think about this. I'm going to think about last year when <laughs> you know Denny Hamlin went full heel. Denny Hamlin. I'm going to think about. Uh, Matt Kenseth spinning Joey Logano, and you know those are going to be moments. So Martinsville is shaping up to be uh, one of those tracks that I'm going to love watching going forward. Absolutely, and uh, it's uh, can't wait to see what uh, future races hold, and especially uh, for the playoffs next year. So, uh, and uh, man, it's uh, 
it's it, this this race is you know it's, it's been now two weeks almost since since the race and and we're still talking about it uh, that just goes to show you how how awesome it was and how much of an impact this this really you know that one move really had so yeah uh, so as a result of this race um chase briscoe was eliminated as we mentioned before denny hamlin was eliminated william byron was eliminated and your boy ryan blaney failed to make championship yeah four. that was that was tough going but uh man i mean to to be if if you're knocked out by the by the hail melon there i, I hey that's that's kind of a, a unique way to to go out i suppose <laughs> yeah disappointing for sure especially hamlin he's still searching for that championship and uh i'm sure ryan blaney will still have his opportunities but uh denny hamlin i think uh his window's kind of closing a little bit but he's got a lot of racing left in him yeah with, without a doubt and uh you gotta believe uh, this. This this only fuels him. So uh, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it turns out. But uh, you know, it's turning into uh, Denny Hamlin's turning into the uh, you know always a bridesmaid type type situation here, uh, being being so good and dominating, but uh, always falling so short here to the to the championship. All right. Anything else you have from? Uh... Martinsville weekend. Well, uh, one other thing uh, was with the with the results that uh, we didn't mention yet, but uh, Brad Keselowski was actually uh, disqualified uh, from this race. So as the checkered flag fell, uh, I believe he was uh, fourth, uh, right in front of Ross Chastain uh, at the checkered flag. But uh, come uh, post race inspection, uh, he was dis- disqualified due to uh, his uh, car not meeting uh, weight uh, requirements. So, uh, found that pretty interesting. Uh, that uh, Brad K, Brad K's team uh, run into yet again an- you know, another another uh, rules and regulations issue uh, as we've seen them kind of run into in the earlier in the year, but, uh, yeah. And I think they said that, uh, Ross Chastain would have made the chase or the championship four. Um, but you know, who, who knows, who knows at the time when they're racing. So, um, that's what happened. Yeah. Well, all right. And, uh, I think that pretty much sets us up pretty good here for the, the championship cup series race at, at Phoenix. So as we mentioned, the championship four, uh, was Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Christopher Bell with his win, and Ross Chastain. So you had those four guys going into the last race vying for the Cup Championship. And uh, even before uh, before the race, I think uh, my not so favorite driver uh, through the year, uh, Joey Logano, really uh, asserted his uh, his. Uh, uh, strength here and 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 uh, you know their 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 desire to win the win the win the cup here by winning the pole on uh, uh, when was that Saturday I believe so uh, really really uh, you know setting the stage there for their for themselves uh, even before the race started yeah and, Penske's um, uh Penske's usually really good at Phoenix uh, in my yeah, experience as, so yeah as illustrated by uh, Ryan Blaney as well. Uh, Qualifying second too, by the way. Uh, so 
a, a all Penske front row to even start the race. But, uh, well, uh, well, why don't we, uh, cover the, the results here from, from, from Phoenix as, uh, it's, uh, by now should be no surprise to anyone, but, uh, Tyler, why don't you uh, give us a rundown from the uh, Phoenix results? Yeah, so race winner and your 2022 NASCAR Cup Series champion is Joey Logano. Um, Second place was Ryan Blaney. Third place, Ross Chastain. Fourth place, Chase Briscoe. And fifth place was Kevin Harvick. Um... Yeah, it's so, pretty much pretty just a race. Played out, man. <laughs> it's, it was a race dominated by Joey Logano. Um, he led two ninety six of of uh, two hundred ninety six laps of the three hundred something laps. Just pure domination. I, I think Penske brought their top cars that weekend. One of their fastest cars, both of their yeah. fastest cars, you know, in in Logano and and Blaney, but. Man, he ran away with it, really. Yeah, those those Pensy cars were definitely on a mission, and uh, they executed. Uh, so kudos to them. But uh, like I said, uh, I'm I'm still pretty, I'm pretty sour how the way things kind of played out there, uh, especially with uh, my pick for the championship and and Chase Elliott. Uh, uh, with and and it all went south on the uh, the restart for that final stage. And uh, ended up getting getting spun by the one car. Um, it, it, and it really should come as no surprise that we're talking about Ross Chastain again in, in some some controversy here for the uh, in the championship race. Right. Like I said, I, I think he has had a lot of questionable moves in the past, and I, I think he's not one of those favorite drivers, you know, on the racetrack. So. Um, he's gonna have to watch his back in the, in the future, I think. He will, yeah, he will have that, uh, he will have to be looking over his shoulder a bit, so to speak. But, uh, speaking, uh, particularly of this move, um, again, I, 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 I was very, very bitter about, uh, Chase Elliott getting taken out, but, uh, honestly, my, my quick take on that was... It was a fair move. It's 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 a racing move, and uh, you know that type of uh, move of cars running down the uh, running down the front straight there, fanning out uh, past the start finish line. That that should be that's no surprise to anyone at this point. But uh, tough racing deal. Uh, I'll write it up as that. But uh, you know I I don't I don't put this I don't put it fully in 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 the the number one card fault it it does suck uh being an Elliott fan but uh just a just a tough pill to swallow yeah and it that really ended up ended his championship hopes really um as far as the other cars for the championship the 20 he had engine issues which just bad luck bad luck um, yeah. bad break on pit stops and, you know, the, the one finished third, but he was just dominated by the 22 car. There's nothing he can do really. So he gets his second championship of his career and, um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, it ended, uh, it, it ended up being the 22 car in 22 and, uh, 
uh, kind of, uh, I don't want to say nice, but uh, funny how it works out. How the uh, the twenty two season is bookended by by wins by Joey Logano. It started out with the uh, the race at the Coliseum and ends it up ends up with another victory by Logano at uh, Phoenix. So uh, yeah, the, hey. But much respect to uh, Joey Logano on this. I mean, he 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 did, he he won the race. He did he did what he had to do for this championship round. But uh, just uh, some other things to put Logano's uh, career here so far into uh, perspective. Uh, he becomes only the seventeenth multi-time uh, Cup champion, uh, and some of others uh, other career numbers here. This was his thirty-first career win. Tying him for 28th all time and puts him one race win behind Dale Jarrett and two behind the legendary Fireball Roberts. So, uh, already, uh, this guy from Connecticut, Joey Logano's B, he's, uh, you know, he's in some pretty, uh, legendary company already. Uh, and all, all at a pretty, pretty young age at only 32 years old. So, as much as we might not like to see it happen, uh, I think Joey Logano is going to be around for uh, for a good couple more years here, and uh, definitely not going to be the last we're going to be talking about him either. Yeah, he did just get a contract extension, so uh, Penske is going to be looking pretty pretty good the next couple of years. Uh, you know, with Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, and uh, Austin Cindric there. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, to think Penske is is in. Is in good hands here, uh, for for going forward, and um, you know, hey, they had two guys. Well, they had they had all their guys in the in the uh, playoffs, and uh, uh, only only you know, good things for for that for those teams to build on, and uh, I think they're definitely going to be uh, a force to reckon with again uh, come next year. Yeah, I'm really surprised this as you know in this whole season as a whole. Um, Ford wasn't really in a lot of races. It was mainly dominated by Chevy. And Ford won when it counted. And here we are. Yeah, when champions. it comes to the big the big time uh big time stage, they they definitely were up there. Uh as you saw Austin Sindrick uh, in the season the opening Daytona five hundred and with you know Logano here with the taking home the uh the hardware and the, the cup championship, so uh yeah, that's uh, you know that that was pretty much what happened in Phoenix. Um, but uh, one other, I guess one other interesting stat to note, uh, and this kind of ties back into uh, one of our uh, a favorite of ours on on the show uh, with Kevin Harvick, uh, and uh, this was really interesting to, when I saw this. But uh, with the with the race at Phoenix, uh, Harvick became the seventh driver in history to start every Cup Series race for for twenty seasons, so uh, puts him in uh, elite company as well. So he joins the like of likes of uh, Dale Earnhardt, Rusty Wallace, Ricky Rudd, Terry Labonte, Bobby Labonte, and Jeff Gordon for for making those starts. So sort of a a modern day uh, Iron Man, if you will, in in NASCAR. Yeah, it's a great list, honestly. That's a bunch of Hall of Famers and, and racers that we grew up watching and loved. So, Well, why, right, well, well with that championship, uh, why don't you hit us with the owner standings here, Big Tay? 
Yeah, I've, I found this uh, kind of an interesting mix here uh, from the uh, results on the ownership side. But uh, obviously with Logano winning the championship, locked up the owner's championship for Penske. Uh, coming in second place was Trackhouse with, uh, with Chastain's uh, finish there. And uh, Kyle Larson's in the five team uh, wrapped up third place for, for Hendrick. And uh, Christopher Bell as well uh, wrapped up the... Fourth place there in the owner standings uh, for for Joe Gibbs Racing. So pretty. Uh, I mean, if if you were to if you were to tell me that uh, the Trackhouse team would be finishing second in both the owner and driver championship points, uh, I would have said you're crazy. <laughs> Come yeah. beginning of the year, it surprised uh, us. Surprised all of us. So definitely big surprise. But, um, yeah, well, uh, one last uh, thing, I guess, from Phoenix I wanted to touch on. I mean, we, we mentioned Gibbs winning the uh, – not winning, but uh, finishing fourth in the Warner Championship. But uh, this was sort of a end of an era for, for Kyle Busch uh, with Joe Gibbs, and, and that being his, his last race uh, in the M&M's 18 uh, car. So uh, it was uh, – it was a rare sight post race to see him get uh, pretty emotional uh, talking about the events of the day. Uh, not only being uh, being his last last race with the, with that team and uh, you know the most successful team without a doubt that he's he's been a part of in Cup, but uh, also some of the uh, the hard uh, and and sad news coming up from uh, from from Sunday uh, prior to the race starting. Yeah, so I'll actually cover that. So, um, Coy Gibbs, who is actually the father of the 2022 Xfinity Series champion, uh, Ty Gibbs, uh, he suddenly passed away Sunday morning. So, um, that shocked everyone, you know, especially after seeing his son win the championship on Saturday. And uh, it just kind of hit um, the Gibbs team and, and everyone involved with that just kind of hard. Uh, just out of the blue, really. So, um, you know, we, we think about that and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, prayers up for that family there. Yeah, our, our, our certainly our, our thoughts and prayers from uh, everyone here at, at the show uh, are with, with the, the Gibbs family. Um, very hard news. Uh, and it, it really, you know... It, Going into the championship race, final race, you know, everything, you know, kind of building up. This this certainly cast a, a bit of a, a damper on 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 the weekend, uh, and just heartbreaking too. I mean, considering you know the night before he was uh, he was there seeing uh, his son Ty uh, win the the Xfinity Series champion, but uh, man, you got to feel for for Coach Gibbs too. Also, I mean, not not too long ago he lost his other son. Uh, JD, uh, you know, with 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 uh, you know, with his passing, but uh, yeah, that's that's tough. I mean, uh, not only son, but I mean, he was he was a leader and and co-owner of the team. So, you know, from an organizational standpoint, that that everyone there's got to be hurting. So, uh, again, our our thoughts and prayers go out to not only family but uh, everyone involved with with Joe Gibbs Racing. Well said. Well, uh, I, I think that pretty much covers Phoenix, unless you got anything else there. You know, uh, no, I think, uh, you know, with, with Joey Logano winning it, uh, we can, we can 
we can move on. Leave this. Leave this alone. I'm. I'm. I'm already looking forward to, to the Daytona. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, why don't we just get into some of the NASCAR news and happenings that kind of, uh, happened over the past couple of days. All right. Well, uh, in uh, some news relating to uh, another classic favorite of ours on the show and and a a Hall of Famer, uh, Tony Stewart making making some waves here. But uh, not in the way you'd think. Uh, of course, Tony Stewart being the owner of the Stewart Haas uh, racing team, but uh, uh, he recently made his drag racing debut out in uh, Las Vegas as he made his first uh, first official passes in a top alcohol dragster. Uh. So uh, pretty, pretty. I mean, there we we all knew there was no keeping Tony Stewart down and out of the driver's seat, but uh, wow, drag racing. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> that man just loves to race, regardless of what it is. <laughs> he he will do it. I think he'll be like a red farmer until he's like ninety three <laughs> years old. I'm I'm wondering uh, how long it'll be till we see him in a you know nitromethane uh, car here, because uh, it would be something else to see Tony Stewart in the cockpit of a a top fuel dragster. Uh, <laughs> that'd be, that'd be, I mean, it would just be another, another notch on his belt of, uh, of, of cars that he's driven, right? I mean, goes from, uh, midgets and Indy cars to NASCAR and, and now, you know, drag racing. So, uh, Hey, good kudos to you, Tony and, and keep it up. Cause we're, we're, we're going to be watching it no matter what. Um, let's get to some of the other news. Uh, another favorite, favorite on the show, Burns favorite driver. Jimmy Johnson, uh, he is going to be a new ownership in Petty GMS, and he will also, you know, be open to running some races next year, so he will be back in the Cup Series for a couple of races, I'm sure Burns really excited about that, um, I think I'm that, sure he will be. I think that he would even like to, you know, have the opportunity to race in the 500, I assume, but, um, you know, that's I mean, exciting it's, news. It's Jimmy regard- Johnson. Yeah, it's Jimmy Johnson. You, you, much like Tony and you know a lot of those guys, you're not gonna keep him out of a out of the out of a, a seat very long. Uh, you know, fresh off his uh, second year in in IndyCar, uh, still still you know has he still has that want and desire uh, to get behind a stock car. But uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he uh, still makes his run at. at at, at the Indy 500, because uh, I think uh, he's been, he still has ties with Chip Ganassi in IndyCar, and, and I think uh, Ganassi still even wants to put him in IndyCar for, for the 500, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep our eyes peeled here for, for Jimmy Johnson. Um, yeah, that man loves to race as well, so. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this, this news really, I caught me by surprise and it's uh there's there's not much uh as far as the way his news that really you know makes me go wow but uh this this definitely did and um you know you've got you've got two seven time cup series champions teaming up together with uh richard petty and jimmy johnson and uh yeah that's uh pr- a pretty unique situation don't you what you think <laughs> i think it's a good combo They'll figure out how to win races, and yeah, um, yeah they're going to be sure. on a different level. It might take a while, but they'll figure it out quickly, I think. 
Yeah, and I I think this is you know this is uh I mean you kind of highlights this 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 new transition I guess of of uh, drivers into you know the ownership. That's exactly what I was gonna say. You know, you got these guys who you know we love to watch. Stewart's uh you know part time owner. Uh, Gordon is is heavily involved in Hendrick Motorsports and Jimmy Johnson now with with Petty GMS. It's going to be something to keep an eye on, especially with these guys' experience and and what they know about their race cars. Yeah, and and I I can't help but kind of draw comparisons to kind of the older, uh, prior generations of of drivers become turn car owners, so... You know, you know, you got had guys like, uh, and not only Richard Petty, but you had guys like uh, Junior Johnson, uh, Cale Yarborough, uh, you know, and the, the list goes on and on here of, of you know, guys who are now Hall of Fame caliber drivers, uh, uh, you know, becoming car owners and and turning in, uh, turning in, uh, uh, you know, future stars of the sport. So you know, from from those days, you you had guys like Jeff Burton. Uh, you know Ricky Craven, and and the list goes on and on from them. So it's it's going to be interesting here, as as we it it it's uh seems pretty almost cyclical uh right of uh these these drivers turned car owners, and uh it's again I think it's just a a unique situation in the sport that we're that we're seeing here. So uh for sure this you know keep an eye out for for a lot of these. A lot of these guys that are driving right now and and into the future as well because I think a lot of these, uh, you know, the, these Hall of Fame car owners now are are going to be turning in some 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 pretty good talent here uh, down the road. All right, well, uh, in some other news, and this one uh, also kind of hits a little close to home, but uh, tickets for the Chicago Street Race uh, will go on sale this week. Uh, starting on Thursday, November the tenth, and uh, looking at these ticket prices, tiny man, these are these are some, uh, at least in my opinion, these are some pretty uh pretty pricey uh uh packages that are that are being offered here. So, uh, initially going on sale will be the two day reserve tickets, and they start at about four hundred fifty six dollars, uh. And that's just the lower end. There are there are higher tiers with with more experiences and packages available that that can tally up to almost four thousand dollars a ticket. And um, yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's a pretty uh, a staggering price tag uh, for for a NASCAR race. Kind of makes it feel almost like a uh, a music festival there. I mean, all all I'd have to say is if if they're gonna make prices that much, they better put on a good event. I know it's going to be the first time there, but with that price point, I I don't know, man. That's that's kind of pushing it. Up that there. is that is up there, and and those again, those, I mean the the lowest reserved ticket was four hundred fifty six dollars, and that's for for both days for both the Xfinity and Cup Series. Uh, they will all be offering a a two day general admission ticket, so. Uh, uh, you know, it sounds like there's there's you know they're going to open up the "Quote unquote interior of the track for for fans, uh, but those tickets will start at about two hundred fifty six dollars, and those go on sale at a later date. But even still, uh, you yeah, know, let me let me go over some of some of these seat, ticket options. So, one of them's the pri- the President's Paddocks Club, 
and uh, those are situated right above pit road. And according to NASCAR, it gives it's giving patrons a direct view into the pit boxes and a panoramic view of nearly the entire course. Um, the next package would be like a fountain club, which provides a seat and the start-finish lines in front of Buckingham Fountain. Uh, and another one's the Balbo Club. Um, those are reserved seats at street level. There are Congress suites with second-level seating decks, and there are also garden garden suites. Uh, which are street level across from the pit road along the front stretch of the race. So uh, a, a lot of planning going on there, but uh, it's going to be tough to sell that, I think. Yeah, I think with with these price points we're seeing, uh, I, I think NASCAR is trying to cater to this to the bigger Chicago market. And 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 in all honesty, I think they're they're. Looking at these, this is kind of alienating the traditional, uh, quote-unquote traditional NASCAR fans, uh, such as yourself and my and myself, right? Uh, I mean, this is, uh, it's it's definitely not what we uh, would come to expect for a NASCAR race. Yeah. I mean, yeah. One of the questions uh, that I have is, uh, are they going to let us bring in our own bush lattes? <laughs> you know, how, how are you gonna? How are you gonna do that? How are you gonna? I don't know. It's, there's a lot to go. Yeah, in it. more more details to to come forth. But uh, I would I would I would be highly shocked if if they did a lot. <laughs> and there would be. Yeah, I don't know. It would make a lot I mean, of disappointing fans. Considering if you did it. considering that that the city will get a cut of concessions, uh, that that fact itself right there should tell you. Uh, kind of the direction that they want to go and quite honestly don't i wouldn't be surprised if you know the price of a beer is uh you know more than more than 10 12 dollars yeah well uh, i don't know what do you uh pit crew members think you know give us a shout out hit a hit us up on our socials we want some insight from you guys uh how that weekend would be so Make sure you, you cover that, and uh, we want to hear what you guys have to say. Yeah, we'd love to get some uh, some of your thoughts out there. Uh, as as we've uh, as we've mentioned, we're we're pretty uh, we're pretty vocal on our stance and opinions on on the Chicago race. But uh, uh, hey, we'll we'll uh, we'll keep we'll keep an eye out here for more details as they get released. But uh, uh, man, just just looking at those ticket prices alone, that that's still. The sticker shock is still hitting me. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, shoot. Any other NASCAR news that you have to cover, Big Tay? Uh, you know, other than other than that, I don't think so. Um, been a pretty pretty quiet week so far here in the in the shadow of the uh, championship race at Phoenix. Okay, well, why don't we get into? I know it's your guys' favorite part of the segment is uh, our fantasy game. Um, I'll let you take it over since I was out of contention for the championship. I was like six points behind or whatever, but I'll let you take it over. All right, so let me let me give you a quick little recap and rundown of our fantasy game here going into the final race of the season and some of the past results. So uh, first from Homestead, uh, I had a, a gain of four points there with my pick in Chastain, finishing second. At Martinsville, the the knockout race there for the round of eight, uh, Byrne came up big uh, with four points in his 
pick with Larson. So that set up the stage for the final race where uh, I had a 37-point total. Uh, Bernie had a 36-point uh, total. And Tiny, as he alluded to, uh, pretty much locked up third place there with his 31 points uh, from his season performance. Now, our picks from Phoenix. Uh, now, if you kept an eye on our socials, uh, you saw that uh, my pick for the championship was Chase Elliott. Byrne had Logano. And Tiny had Christopher Bell. Well, lo and behold, Logano wins. And therefore seals the deal for Byrne winning his championship of our fantasy game. So that brought the final total with uh, Byrne uh, winning at 41 points in his 5 points for Legato. And, uh, and Byrne, congratulations to you, but uh, I, I, in good conscience, could not pick Joey Legato on that last race. <laughs> Just like our feelings on Joey Legato winning the championship is our same feelings about Byrne winning our fantasy game. Congrats, though. Uh, yeah, congrats again, Burn. Uh, hell of a season. Uh, but I am already looking forward to next year and beating you, uh, in the points and and taking you, dethroning you from uh this here this here season. So, but uh, congrats, Burn. Enjoy it while you can. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean that pretty much covers it. Um. Anything you have to to say about this whole 2022 season as it um, as it wraps up here? Well, uh, overall, I I enjoyed the season immensely. I'll say that. I mean, there were there were quite a few ups and downs and you know things going on the, during the season, but uh, I've I've said it before, and you know uh, it's it's been a while since I've really been excited about uh, a NASCAR season. And uh, regardless of all the issues and things that happened uh, this season, I, I, I think it lived up to that. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy overall how things played out. Um, this new car, I think there's, uh, there's going to be more. There's going to be more to come to it. Um, just like the, the car of tomorrow from a couple years ago, uh, the previous generation, if you will, uh, I think there was some growing pangs, but uh, we're we're and we're going to see that here with this car. So um, I'm 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 still excited for uh, for things to come for next season. Yeah, I agree. Um, like you said, the the next gen car is you know it's uh, new and upcoming, and there's still a lot to work on it. But nonetheless, there were 19 different drivers, which was exciting to see the whole season. Um, and um, you know the the playoffs didn't disappoint. And, um, you know, I thought it was a good season, and I'm ready to see what they can bring forward to next season here. You know what, you know what I'm wondering, Tiny? What? I'm wondering when when we're going to stop referring to this next-gen car as the next-gen car. Yeah, that needs <laughs> a better name. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it, I, I don't know when it's going to happen, but, uh, yeah, it's it's just, it's it, it felt... It felt odd referring to, especially recently, referring to it as the next gen car when it's already been here for a season now. But uh, we'll come up with I our, our own. All right, we'll come up with our own name. So, I um, I yeah, make sure you guys uh, 
check out the the awards banquets um, coming up here in the future. Um, any predictions yeah, that you have? That maybe we'll uh, we'll we'll be watching that as well. Maybe we'll have a uh, uh, off season uh, special edition uh, you know podcast if we can if our schedules allow. Uh, to kind of talk about that, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to watching that and. Uh, I yeah, mean, well, let me ask you uh, what kind of predictions that you have, uh, more specifically, like, Rookie of the Year, which I think it's probably going to be unanimous at that point, but maybe more specifically, like, uh, the MVP of this season. Which driver do you think is going to come out on top with that? Oh, uh, well, I th- I think that's got to be Ross Chastain. I mean, he's... Uh, <laughs> his, his, his Martinsville move alone... Uh, kind of propelled him into this uh, uh, unforeseen heights for him. So, uh, you know, and it, you know, it, we mentioned it's it's a move for championships, and so. So you think uh, he's gonna win driver of the year? Driver of the year, uh, most popular driver. I think it's gonna be Chase Elliott, but yeah. uh, I think uh, uh, Ross Chastain is uh, he's, he's turned a lot of heads. So may, maybe that one maneuver might uh, uh, might be. Uh, good enough alone for to, for uh, to propel him up in, into the upper echelons of people's views. Agreed. I think driver of the year again. I think it's going to be Chase Elliott with his popularity. Um, rookie of the year. I think we both would agree. Austin Cindric will probably. Austin Cindric, yeah, for sure. Um, and I just think I agree. I think Ross Chastain might win. Uh, I don't know what they give their driver. Is it uh, most improved or? I don't know what it is exactly, but he's going to win some awards. So keep an eye out for those and, uh, you know, make sure if, you... If he's not going to win a hardware, I think he's already won the most most viral driver Agreed. Uh, in the modern era of NASCAR. So, <laughs> All right. but, uh, yeah, like we said, uh, you know, we'll be looking forward to that. Uh, maybe if we get some time, we'll... Uh, We'll wrap up our, uh, uh, you know, give our, our thoughts of the banquets and, and maybe we'll give a little quick uh, quick analysis of the season coming up uh, uh, for Daytona in the, the, the 23 season. But, uh, yeah, it's been, uh, hey, it's been a heck of a year, Tiny, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's uh, an exciting year to be part of this podcast for season two so um yeah thank you guys for listening yeah thanks thank thanks for again for uh, all you guys out there checking us out for sure uh for sure has been uh you know a bit of adjustment but uh, hey i think uh uh tiny's been a great addition uh behind the mic so uh always glad to have you there tiny and um yeah don't uh hey don't forget to uh We'll be we'll be watching our socials, so don't forget to uh, to check those out. Shoot us a message. Uh, yeah, again, you guys can reach us on Facebook, Talking NASCAR, with Burnham Big Tay and Tiny. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter at NASCAR Talking, and you can reach us on Instagram. Um, that's Talking NASCAR. All right, Tiny. Well, I think that uh, just about wraps it up, don't you think? I agree. Well, thank you, race fans, and uh, yeah, you guys stay right. classy. We'll uh, we'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace.